What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Dr. Sean Thomas here, and welcome to episode six of the Be More Today show. We are back. We are back. We are back. And, you know, I, I think that we're going to do this show every week. Um, everybody's home, right? The whole world is home. So why not have a show every week? We were doing two weeks at a time, uh, but I think we're going to do this show every single week because there are so many people who are extraordinary, who are doing great things at this time. And I want to just continue to highlight those people every single week for you guys. So we're going to have weekly shows for you moving forward. And today I'm excited because we have a, a, a guest host, a co-host. Finally, I have a co-host in the house and he is none other than my friend and your friend, the vice president of Be More Today, Terrence Farrell. Terrence, what's going on? What's up? How's it going, everybody? I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be here. This is, uh, this is all new, but it's all great. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you're with me today. And we have a special guest with us that we'll introduce in a little bit. But as always, I like to just kind of give a little quote for the week. And um, my quote for this week is pretty simple. It's, it's about fear. Um, the quotation I have for you is that fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. Um, I don't know about you, Terrence, but you know, it's been crazy with COVID-19 and everything that's going on. Um, people are getting laid off from their jobs. People are committing suicide. Um, a lot of people just are fearful of either catching this thing. Um, you know, people who don't even have it yet are getting fearful of catching it. And, you know, when they do get it, how it's going to respond to them because everyone's been, been been a little different. You know, some people have no symptoms at all. Some have all kinds of crazy symptoms from fevers to headaches to diarrhea. Um, and some have, you know, are in the hospital clearly on ventilators. So it's been a mixed bag of responses to COVID-19. But I will say that the thing that I think is is really important is that we don't get fearful during this time. Uh, one of the biggest things that can cripple us, you know, physically is fear. Uh, it makes a response that can dictate how we act, how we respond physically every single day. And for those of you who are home every day, you already know watching the news all day is not the best thing for you to do because all you see are statistics about who died this day and who's dying in this state and, and things just seem to get worse and worse and worse. But I will say for everyone that if we can just be a little more positive and recognize that, you know, there are things that are still happening. Uh, for instance, in New York, Governor Cuomo said that there have already been 10,000 people who've been hospitalized and treated and released from COVID-19. So that's a, that's a great thing. And he was also applauding that there have been 85,000 volunteers who've come around from all worldwide to help with the pandemic. Um, so there are a lot of things that are happening positively. But as you know, watching the news every single day, you see a lot of the negative stuff. So we got to stay positive. We got to get out there. We got to keep drinking our water. Um, we got to keep having our exercises and stay on our routines because that's what's going to keep us to get through every single day uh, during, the, during this COVID-19 thing. I also wanted to add, um, there's something that I heard. I heard it from TV Jakes, and he was talking about fear, and he was saying that it's okay to have fear. It is an emotion. So don't get down on yourself because you feel a little fear. But what we shouldn't do is let fear drive the car. Fear should sit in the backseat and we should let what we believe in, our faith or, or whatever it is, drive the car. Faith, fear, once fear starts to drive the car, 
it's it it, it drives us to a, a very bad place yeah no it's a wrap i completely agree with you so yeah that's our message for you guys for this week we hope you guys receive that and we hope you guys really embody that and you know we're all in this thing together so let's just continue to stay positive support one another and to make every day the best that we can make it for ourselves for our families and and for each other definitely now I, yes our, our guest today is someone that has proven that no matter what you've gone through or what you're going through um that your situation can get better you can make your situation better um as a teen she was molested by a family member then later at the age of 19 she became pregnant and nearly everyone that she knew um advised her to get an abortion she didn't get an abortion um she had twin girls at the age of 19 and raised them as a single mother uh she was at, at one point she was only making she says she was only making 400 a month later on uh there was a time over a year she was unemployed uh at the age of 25 she graduated with a master's degree uh, she had the ability to get out of the welfare system. She now owns BVOM, which stands for Better Version of Myself, a brand designed to is inspire people to always follow their passion. She's also a school counselor for adults that have dropped out of school. She, she followed a passion in helping people that um, find themselves in unfortunate situations. And she's also a home therapist for kids as well. I want you to join me in welcoming Edna Ergeles. Edna, hey, how are you? Good, good. I'm here. Thank you. Finally, so nice to meet you. Yes, yes, we've heard so much about you. We mm -hmm. use your bottles and put your bottles on every single video that we ever post. So uh, thank we you. We appreciate you so for that. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Um, so you have a crazy story. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, a journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, our, our whole point in, in having the show is to kind of highlight the journey and really highlight ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And I think that you embody that for sure. So uh, let, let's get into it. I need to know a couple things. And, and we're going to kind of go back and forth with Terrence and I as we okay. get to learn more about you on this journey. Um, Terrence said that you actually, you have a master's degree. What's your master's degree? My degree is in um, school counseling and mental health. Okay. So, so I'm a full-time school counselor and part-time I do in-home therapy. Okay. When did you realize you wanted to do this? Honestly, um, at age 13, when, when I was molested, um, that same night, it was very hard for me to take on that. That night at 13 years old, my only thought was killing myself. Um, so my head I was like what's the point of me living if I'm gonna die at one point and my life is over so I remember 13 years old walking to the bathroom grabbing a blade and just broke down in tears but I couldn't do it I thought about my grandparents at that time um so it was very hard to deal with my own emotions and I don't know I, every night I prayed to God to give me strength to push forward at 13 years old mm. um I never self-harmed. My only thought was, you know, just ending the pain. Um, but then later on, as I got older, I learned how to deal with my own pain and my own emotions alone. 
I never saw a therapist um, when I was growing up. And at school, I cried. Not one teacher asked me, hey, are you okay? Not one school counselor. So, like, I don't know. I guess me being in the situation, a school system, later on, like, you know, when you're in high school, you're, like, trying to find your field, your career. And that's when I decided I wanted to be a school counselor. Yeah. A therapist to also help young girls who are going through the same thing because it's very hard to deal it alone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's very, um, there, there's a lot of people that go through it and they go through it in silence. Um, and for you to turn around and say, I want to help people do that. There's a lot of people that say it and they, they, they feel like, oh, that would be a great thing to do. But you actually took the steps and did it. Is there anything that pushed you over the edge to take the first step or the passion was just that deep in you? Yeah, the passion was very deep in me. Um, I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. Um, so as soon as I graduated from high school, I went for my bachelor's in psychology. Not sure exactly what direction I was going to take. Um, so I was doing it when I was, a ni- when I was 19 and I found I was pregnant. You know, I, I knew I had no other choice than to fulfill my, my dream. Gotcha. That's incredible. I also have a, ma- a bachelor's in psychology, so I recognize that it's so imperative. Once you learn, you know, like the basis of how people think and respond to certain things, um, it just gives you a different mindset and how you interact with people. And uh, when people go through certain things, um, the psyche that kind of goes through the process for us is, is very interesting. Um, so most people who make it in psych usually do things like this, where they either do mental health counseling or you know, something in the healthcare field, it's, it's something that is very necessary. And I, I, I applaud you. Um, and a lot of people would have crumbled under those situations, but you have completely turned that around and use it to help other people. So I, I salute you on that. Yeah. Um, and I guess one of my biggest inspiration growing up, honestly, was Oprah Winfrey. Ah, Oprah. Yeah. So, um, I think she said, there's a quote that she says that, you know, whatever you go through, you know, you have to learn from those lessons because it's trying to teach you. Yeah. And me going through hard times and always hearing that phrase, I kept asking, like, God, like, what are you trying to teach me through this pain? Like, what did I do wrong? Or was I really a bad girl growing up? Because I really didn't think it was. Like, you know, so I just was kept questioning, why me? Why me? Why yeah, yeah. do I constantly have to go through all these things? And I don't know, just that phrase kept me together yeah so where do you work exactly where do you work i work at the um i work as a school counselor in new brunswick um i'm an adult school counselor for students who have dropped out of high school oh wow okay um i didn't picture myself working i originally wanted to work um at, at a high school with teenagers but working with adults have been has been such like a huge um huge life-changing just to see seeing the circumstances that students got to the point of dropping out of all ages because I work with 16 and there's no age limit right yeah right what's the biggest challenge you think working with that demographic um I don't think working with them is just more working with administration not seeing eye to eye um or with a co-worker that had um because I didn't have my own office. So when I see students, I really like to get to know them. 
yeah. versus as here, this is your test, this is what you're gonna do, and bye bye. So I really like to understand what what went what happened, what's what's the reason they dropped out, what do what do you want to pursue? And a lot of students op- open up. So I had one um coworker, um, and I guess every time after work she will go and gossip to uh, my vice principal principal and they used to be like hey you know you can't talk to a lot of students for such a long time just refer them out if they go through a different direction just you know here's this this place but that's my biggest challenge with them and trying them to understand that you know I can't help a student if I really don't understand the student mm. it's not as easy as like hey just here here's FAFSA here's your this is where you need to apply in your careers. Right. So um, I guess that was the biggest challenge. I mean, I don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have two coworkers who we see eye to eye, and they're amazing. Got you. Are you, are you working right now? Currently? From home. From home. Okay. So, so it's not the it. same. Yeah, not I know. I'm not, you know, the teacher's doing whatever they're doing. I'm doing, putting a database into the system, but having that connection with your students yeah that's another thing that um that i've realized even in the journey of uh be more today and any business really people don't understand that relationships is the foundation it's not business is not about money teaching is not about you know how much the how how well they do on the test it's really about relationships mm-hmm. and <clears throat> that you build um allows you to teach more or allows you to get further and and build other life lessons rather than just the lessons for business or for school or, or whatever it is so yeah I, and i think if teachers were to see that and were to connect to students uh in a deeper level they will have they will understand them more and they will have a huge impact positively yeah yeah, yeah. i hear that i know it's it's hard to do um like we have this thing called telehealth for my job now where basically people can, you know, call online, like, like a Zoom call and I can see yeah. a face and do do PT over the phone. But, you know, it's, it's not exactly the same. And no. uh, a lot of people are like, yeah, I'll just wait till the thing blows over and I'll see you in two weeks <laughs> because they, they want to, you know, they want to be in the room with me. They want to interact. And I get it. It's, it's, it makes complete sense. Um, there's a certain aspect of, of of, of connection and intimacy that happens when you have that one-on-one, you know, in-person interaction. And I know as a counselor, you definitely see that. And I'm sure you miss that the same way I miss that with my patients. So. Yes. Yes. It's not, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. Working online and being with someone yeah. physically interacting with them. Yeah. So, so hopefully when it's all blows over, we can get back to doing what we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I know you have BBOM. Um, what is BBOM exactly? What inspired you to start this thing? So after um, when I started my fitness journey in 2018, um, I knew I wanted to um, connect with a bigger audience. I know I can't do that physically because you know I just you know it's whatever I whoever interact with in school and whoever interact you know when I see my clients, um, but. Just going through social media and um, seeing other people doing their things um, and how they interact and how a huge impact it can make. Um, so I was like, you know what? Let me let me think about something about doing something. I wasn't sure exactly what I wanted to do. First of all, I had to come up with a name, with a powerful name. So um, first, 
I came up with Inspiring Woman. Then the abbreviation was IW. I didn't really like it because it sounds like kind of ill. Um, <laughs> so, okay, that's not working. And it took me like a whole month just driving to work. Like when I, dri- I drove to work, no music. My commute was like an hour to get there, an hour back. Um, so one day I was like, Look, what have you been doing? And I told myself, you know, you really become a better version of yourself. And then I was like, hold up a minute, this BVOM. So immediately I Googled it. What does BVOM stand for? Had no meaning. Looked into the trademark. No one took it. So I was like, let me do this. And then right there at that time when in 2018, I was still just trying to recover financially. Um, and I looked into trademark and I really didn't have any money. So I was like, okay, should I do this? Should I not? And I told my coworker, I'm like, listen, like, you know, I have this name. I want to trademark before I put it out there and someone steals it. She's like, do it, you know. Um, then I just did it. I put it on my credit card. I paid for it. I did it. Then what's next? I mean, I don't know anything about making a website or marketing. And I mean, I'm clueless when it comes to that. And then... I really spent hours on how to looking into different websites because I self-taught myself everything through Google, through YouTube. Um, One of my biggest quotes that I've used throughout my journey is when there's a will, there's a way. Mm -hmm. And another word that I always tell myself, I don't know how, but somehow or some way I will figure it out. Mm. My coworker always tells me like, you always say this, but you always figure it out. I'm like, because I have to figure it out. (laughs) Um, so then I started making shirts and then I was, I think I was like overpaying, making just the shirts, a B-Bomb shirt. I was like, okay, I need to learn how to do this. So I looked into how to do the vinyl and what I needed to do. So I bought my heat presser, I bought, um, the machine I need to, um, do the vinyl. And then through YouTube, I learned that too. So I learned how to do my own shirts. You You do the shirts yourself. Yeah, so I do my shirts myself. Nice. Yeah. I don't take it to a printing company. I self-taught myself that too. Um, So then I started looking into vendors. Um, Then after that, I had my resistance bands for working out. Right. And then later on, um, that's when my water bottles came. I had my day on my water bottle because it's part of, you know, you need to stay hydrated. You need to stay healthy. and when I got my water bottle, that was like a huge bulk that I had to buy because mm-hmm. I had to buy a minimum of a thousand dollars. I mean, not a thousand. I wish it was a thousand dollars of a thousand. Yeah. Like with my resistance bands, my resistance bands was a minimum of a hundred. So I was like, okay, like I, I put in my credit card again. I'm like, I'm going to make this money back. I'm going to figure it out. And the water bottle, when I... When I purchased my first water bottle, I have it right here. Um, I paid $180 for my water bottle for one, just to see, make sure it's, you know, it's good. It's good quality. And my brother was like, you're crazy paying $180. Well, I'm like, well, listen, you're paying $300 for your Air- AirPods. Mm-hmm. You know, this is me. You know, it may be $180, but this is what I need to do. Right. Um, and then on my 30th birthday, I wanted to, because um, I'm, my birthday is on Christmas Eve. 
Mm. So I, I don't get to celebrate my birthday alone or go on vacation because I'm always with family. So this year I wanted to really to go on vacation with my two friends. Um, I was ready to book my flight, but then this was behind. So um, I sacrificed my birthday and um, my vacation and, and I invested in the water bottles. And I think it's the best decision I've made. You know, in life you have to make certain sacrifices to achieve what you want. Nice. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is incredible. I, as a matter of fact, how we met or how we how we uh, cross paths is I produced the song called A Better Version of Me. And yeah. our, our mutual friend heard the song, saw your bottle and was like, you guys got to meet, you guys got to meet. <laughs> It was just the song, the fact that you was into fitness, um, yeah. DRM, it just, it all worked together. And even, I think you, you even did a, yeah, you did a video with the song behind yeah. the yes. best version of me. Now, one of the things in, because I'm, I'm producing a lot of motivational songs, uh -huh. will be more today. And one of the questions that I had, because, you know, I listen to a lot of motivational uh, videos and things like that. How do you personally stay motivated? Because, you know, when people see us, they might see us up all the time, but everybody, if you're human, you have down days. How do you, so, stay, what do you um, I would not say, I don't know if I'll be motivated because I honestly, I try to get my mornings, I um, mean, my workouts early in the mornings and to wake up, I, it's, I really have to drag myself out of bed. I don't wake up happy like, yay, it's four o'clock in the morning, let me do this. I kind of have to like, train my mind and tell myself like get up like and I, I self-talk myself a lot mm -hmm. and I'm like and like it's early morning just do this now and I think with following your whatever you are doing you have to be okay to get into a very long painful and stressful journey because it's hard mm -hmm. and that once you learn how to be okay with that and overcoming your fears um it will take you to beautiful places but motivation just doesn't because life you know life has its ups and downs and you can be at your top and then anything can happen and you're back to the bottom it's just yeah not giving up on yourself and truly pushing yourself through every pain and not let not let pain get the best of you yeah i mean i think that's exactly what bvom means um so I have a thousand questions now. Uh, so I, I went on your Instagram, right? And I know you're uh, a guidance counselor and I, I'm curious now. So you have BVOM fitness, you uh -huh. have BVOM mindset and BVOM train, right? So what is the basis for each of those and where does your fitness content come from? So my BVOM fitness is my own personal journey. Um, that Instagram account had many um, different names because Devon wasn't part of it. Mommy. Give me one second, my son. Mommy. <laughs> yes, okay, okay. Okay. Um. So, um, my first Instagram name was Motherhood Fit Life because I wanted to inspire young moms. So I wasn't really sure exactly what I wanted to do. Like, um, then. Finally changed it to Bivam Fitness after I trademarked Bivam. Then later on, I did Bivam Mindset, just specifically uh, just the products. 
and I have quotes in there. So I started using or whatever runs through my mind. Mm-hmm. I try to, I put it on my um, notes or, and then put it on Viva Mindset. And um, Viva Train, it's something that my brother handles. Um, so it's more of a family account. I have seven siblings and um, we're all basically into fitness and education. It's a huge, um, it's a huge part of us. Um, so, so Viva Train is more like a family. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. That's great. A whole family affair. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. So I, I, we just heard one of your kids kind of come into the room, I'm guessing. Um, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, you know, Terrence and I also have, uh, he has a son, I have a daughter. Uh, so what for you is the most challenging thing about being a mom and working and having your own business? How do you balance all these things together? It's challenging. Uh, I think now it's even more challenging doing it all, everything at home. Um, when my kids are, they have to go um, online and Google Classroom. And give me one second. I'm sorry. Okay, I'll pick it up in a second. Okay, it's okay, baby. It was an accident. Yeah. Okay, I'll be right there. Yeah. Um. So, like this, you know, you get you constantly get yeah. constantly distractions when you want to do something um and right now it's very very hard because I, ha- I have to work from home and right now with this whole virtual learning it's not like the teachers are not teaching anything they're just assigning things mm-hmm. it's just like do this assignment read this and my daughters are in fourth grade so mommy i don't understand this mommy i don't get this and i'm trying to do my work i'm like hold on a second let me let me um let me finish what I'm doing. So trying to juggle everything at once is very very hard. Um, I don't even know how I do it because I'm more I question myself. I don't I don't even know. Yeah. Uh, you know you just it's day by day, multiple tantrums, messy house because I have a four year old going crazy, destroying a lot of things. I'm like yeah. okay, the house I can't let that. I've learned how to, to be okay with the mess I have and not get the best of me while I'm working because, or else you're just going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah. You have to take things one at a time. And, you know, once the kids are sleeping, I'll clean everything up because if I clean right now, two seconds later, it's a mess. Right. It's easier going to actually going to work. My kids are in school. So I go to work peacefully. Um, we have basically the same schedule. Um, they start school at eight thirty. The bus, school bus picks them up at eight thirty, and I go to work at eight thirty, and I get home at three thirty. They're home at four p.m. Yeah. So that was my biggest goal to have a, a schedule like my kids' schedule. Yeah. It was yeah. easier then, and yeah. getting my workouts while they're sleeping and everything. So, but now doing everything at home. It's very hard. And my heart, my heart goes out to all the kids who don't have parents or parents who are not educated and don't even know how to turn on a computer or their mm-hmm. parents who don't even know how to read or write. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the kids are doing everything alone. So, um, yeah, it's hard. Yeah. And my heart goes out to all those, all those kids um, who are alone in this. Yeah. No, it's definitely a challenging time, especially for, um, you know, single parents, and you know, even dual parents, just trying to really juggle family and yeah. work. I, I'm going, I go to work still because um, they've deemed it essential. So I'm out there. My wife is, she's an attorney and she's home with my daughter. And like you said, you know, they're, they're suggested things they want them to do. My, my daughter's five. Um, yeah. So not too far, far from your, 
your four-year-old. But yeah, it's 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 hard balancing everything, her work, uh, Sonali's work, and then you know trying to do housework and whatever else. It it's 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 strenuous, and um, you know I wish I could help out more. I help out when I can when I'm home, but when I'm not here. I know my wife does a lot. She does a great job handling it, but it's it's a lot, like you said. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot. I think one of the things also, one of the keys that you said that I had to learn to start doing, because I, I have a two-year-old, and so mm-hmm. tantrums and the word, his favorite word, no, and <laughs> I have to be okay with the mess. So okay with not getting this done, because I'd like to get this done and that done and this done. And if, I'm, if, I, if I dwell on that, I'll send myself crazy, just like you said. It's just... yeah. And you also, when they're when they're crying, you have to also let them cry and kind of mute your ears. <laughs> Just mute yourself yeah. and let yeah. them. I'm like, hey, they're crying. Listen, it's good for you. It's good That's for your good. lungs. Just good for the lungs. Exactly. Get it all out. <laughs> and until they, sometimes my son falls asleep crying. I'm like, okay, and I hear him <laughs> in his sleep. Yes, um, yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, you all do the same stuff. Yeah. yeah. You cannot thing. really tell your child to like stop crying because you never really know what they're going through. So one, that's one thing like I had to learn um, and kind of I have to remind myself that if you tell your children stop crying or stop doing the like whatever they're feeling or they're crying over like toy, you have to allow them to feel that that little pain that they have. Because if you tell them though just the word stop, you're telling them like it's not okay to feel that. Right, right, um, absolutely. Because I'm um, going through my own thing. Like I've, I've, I've learned that it's okay to let them cry over it. the dumbest thing. And we might think it's dumb, but right. it may not be dumb for them. Right, that's a good tip. That's a very good yeah. tip. We're going to take a quick commercial break at this time, and we'll come back with more featuring Edna Ergales on the Be More Today Show right after this. And we're back, folks. Episode six of the Be More Today Show. We're here with my co-host Terrence Farrell, and our special guest for today is Edna, the leader of BBOM. She's here with us, and we are so excited to have her here in the building. So, yeah. <laughs> and then we got more questions for you, and now yes. these are serious questions for you. Um, so I don't know if you actually know this because it's actually my first time meeting you face to face. Um, but I wrote a book that was called Be More Today, a 40-day guide to a better version of you. And it's it's kind of in line with your BBOM stuff. I mean, I know Terrence made this song, A Better Version of Me, uh, which is how you guys met. And mm-hmm. Terrence and I have really used this phrase, Be More Today, as our, um, as our mantra moving forward for our business. But we've been asking everyone on these calls what they think the phrase Be More Today means to them. So you, Edna, today is your day. What does the phrase Be More Today mean to you? I think uh, for Be More Today, I think you have to go um, above and beyond for yourself. Um, Because sometimes we go above and beyond for other people and we put ourselves last. And it's a time that you have to put yourself first at all times and finding that self-love for yourself. Um, And it's a journey because it's not a lot of people put themselves last and I guess I have to say I've put myself last in certain situations that I've learned the hard way to put myself first and like how you said you know um I always use the phrase too I was not born to be ordinary I was born mm-hmm. to be extraordinary yeah. so mm-hmm. yeah 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 I like that I like that all right cool name one thing you want to get off your bucket list <laughs> 
um, um, grow my business and um, give me one second <laughs> sorry um, grow my business and I definitely want to hit make sure I hit all 50 states and start going um, international so right now I have like four orders that went to Canada yeah. and one to the UK so yeah. one growing and that's my vision for 2020 and then later on in the future maybe start traveling myself yeah that's awesome with my kids yeah. what's been your biggest failure uh, I know we talked about a lot of things about your life and your upbringing um, what's your biggest failure or obstacle you've seen and how has it defined who you are today I mean I've been through a lot um, I'm not sure if I've been through a fail because each fail has been a lesson learned yeah and I think I've if anything, I've become stronger. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, but putting myself in debt has been the hard thing. Uh, uh, yeah. Wiping <laughs> the cards, especially when you have a lot of money. Thinking you have a lot of money, but you really don't have a lot of money. Yeah. And it's like, sooner or later, you're going to pay that in interest rates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, now's a good time because they're holding off on most of the interest rates for most of these loans. So. Now yeah. they have a little money, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I hear that to the T. It's it's true. It's true. I, I have a question here. Um, what advice would you give your 18 year old self? Uh that's okay not to be okay. And if I were to go back, being 18, I think I would have still majored in psychology, but I would have minored in um, marketing into business because I took a lot of electives. Just random electives that mm. could have gone towards a minor. Mm. Okay. So, so business was not in my head at 18 years old. Right, right. It's it's not in most most 18 year olds' head, but yeah. you realize the importance of it later. Yes. So business, marketing, finance, very crucial in your life. Yeah. Even minoring, if you even you don't want to do a career in that, but for yourself. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. You're clearly doing a good job because you have 19,000 followers on Instagram. So I, I, think, I think you're marketing yourself pretty well. Uh, <laughs> um, you know what? I, 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 you know, when I came through social media and it's like, how do you grow followers? How do you really do? And then like, I just, I think just by being, being myself and being true and whoever I connect with, um, you know, you know, you, you start opening that door. Yeah people really get to connect with you on a deeper level yeah so just be yourself be true and stay humble all times um you know your journey you never know who you impact by just sharing your simple your journey but sharing that journey it's it takes a lot of courage um and when i started i was very raw and real because nobody knew me so i blocked all my family members all my friends i was like this is my time to connect and I don't have my family members or friends to judge me because those are the first people who will start judging you. Mm. Same thing. So, um, and connecting with strangers, basically, um, now they are, I guess, part of my um, Bivon family. Mm -hmm. um, it has been amazing. And knowing that I've inspired them, some of them go back to school or they're going back to school to get a degree in whatever they want. 
they're, they were thinking about or or other things it's just um it's amazing how much um you can impact and the lives you can touch i think i think that is so key what you said and i, I want people that's listening to get this with social media so many times even i i myself did it you research what do i need to do to get more followers what do i need to do and they say well you need to start doing this and i do that to get more followers instead of being authentic if yes real you you show who you really are you'll find people that that can take inspiration from that and that's yes. that's so key it's so key and people don't get and when i was looking into social media one of the things they were saying you know um well other people who like, said you, you look a beautiful instagram account like an art gallery mm -hmm. you know and you kind of have to distract yourself like your instagram is not unless if that's a person you want to portray to be um but if you really if there's something really behind it just you know just be yourself it doesn't have to be in our gallery and um just be you on instagram um because then people really get to connect with you and then you get authentic followers and authentic people um who can relate to you mm -hmm. so um that has been but right now that my siblings are part of my instagram account and my friends and co-workers so connecting to a very deep level like how i'm connecting right now with you guys it's it's hard and like like the uh message i sent you um yeah. i screenshot it it's something that i ar archived so it's no longer on my instagram account right 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 right, right. now my family members and friends and stuff like that i haven't had the courage yet because most of them don't even know what i've gone through mm. So the moment I put myself out there like that, they, I, mean, I know I'm gonna get a lot of messages like, oh my God, like I, I, I never, they just, you know, they never saw me as that type of person. Um, and when I cried, I always cried in the shower. Mm. You know, I never really put my, I mean, my sister used to say like, hey, I never see you cry. And I was like, little do you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Mm. So well, people draw, people draw a lot of inspiration from from uh, those that are authentic. And I I know people are gonna draw inspiration from this podcast. You know, you, you're gonna get the family members that go, oh my gosh, I can't believe you, yeah. you know, but yeah. rest, rest assured, there's a lot of people that's gonna draw inspiration from this and hopefully change their life because of yeah. what Yeah, and that's, that's my goal, you know, to really, and know that anything is possible. But you have to be okay that you're embarking yourself in a very long, painful, and a stressful, even overwhelming journey. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not easy. Yeah. And I've had many times that I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna give up. Like this is very hard. Like who who the hell do I think I am? I, who am I really? Um and then it's moments like kinda like so many feelings that go through you and it's just kinda it's very heavy to take and you feel like you're draining but then there's other days i wake up i was like no 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 i have to keep going <laughs> i have to get up and keep going yeah so. so i wrote um in my book i have these things called steps to greatness they're basically uh i mean they can be called resolutions as well but they're really themes that i want you to either stop doing start doing or like goals for your life so I want to know for you, what's one thing that you wanted or have already started doing uh, for this year to be VOM? 
Um, focusing more on me and not putting other people first. This has been the year where, okay, now I'm not going to go above and beyond for other people. Um, and really see who your true friends are. And uh, because sometimes you think the person that you've done, go, gone above and beyond, they'll be the first people who will do the same for you. Mm. But in reality, you're the last that will be there for you. Mm. So not letting go. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you want to stop doing this year. Stop doing uh, procrastinating. Uh, even though I have a lot of things going on, I procrastinate a lot. Yeah. I leave everything for the last minute. Yeah. And then lastly, one goal that you have for 2020. Like I said, um, keep building my business. I'm not sure what's gonna, where it's going to take me, um, but just keep growing as a person. Yeah. No, I think those are those are awesome. Those are things that uh, each of us should be trying to do, and words live by for sure. So, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Yeah, and and as 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 we start pulling this thing, uh, pulling this thing close, what would you? What advice would you give for listeners looking to follow in your footsteps or get into? Business? Um. So I would say, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid in investing in yourself. Um, if you have a goal um, in mind and you're not sure what to do or how to go about it, if you like spending money and if you're about to buy a Louis Vuitton shoes that's over $1,000, think of what you can invest those $1,000 before you invest into materialistic things. Mm-hmm. So um, don't be afraid um, to invest in you. And um, take time to really focus on you um, and stop focusing on others because sometimes they will take all your energy and you know, you need to put yourself out first at all times. Okay. Incredible. Edna, thank you so, 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 so much for being on the show. Um, Tell the listeners where they can find you uh, either on Facebook or Instagram. What do you have? You can find me on um, Bevon Fitness. It's my personal journey and Viva Mindset. It's my um, business um, page. Okay. And your website? Oh, my website, of course. www.bevon.shop. Yeah. <laughs> you better get that website. And yeah. so B-B-O-M. Use, yes, BBOM. These bottles are fantastic. We've been uh, putting these bottles out to all of our friends and family members. They love them, they are durable. Um, and they really make you uh, stay accountable for drinking the water you need to drink every single day. So if you do not have your own BBOM bottle yet, go on the website and get your bottle today. You need it in your life, especially right now. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> he said, yeah. <laughs> and don't, don't forget, you can, you can get a, um, there's a 10% uh, code that we can give you from Be More Today. So we'll put that somewhere in the comments below. Awesome. And thank you so much for joining us for our fifth episode of the Be More Today show. Uh, we're going to just continue to remind people about our, our quote for the day, which is, again, is fear kills more dreams than failure ever will. Do not be afraid, folks. You heard in the story just now about what she's gone through. 
her incredible journey uh, from where she's been to where she is now, business owner, um, mental health counselor, and, and influencing the lives of so many people. Uh, let her story be an inspiration to you to get out there and not be fearful of what's happening around you, but to go out there and make those dreams happen. Uh, it doesn't matter what you've been through. Uh, you can get through this. And if you're just consistent and persistent, you too will be successful in this life. So we thank you so much for joining us. Uh, again, the Be More Today show can be found on uh, multiple platforms, Spotify, uh, Anchor, Apple Music, uh, Google Play. You can follow us on our site, Be More Today, as well. And as always, thank you so much for joining us. And my co-host, Terrence Farrell, thank you for joining me today, sir. <laughs> no problem. I hope to hear more from you as we move forward. You can tune in next week for our next episode of the Be More Today show. And until we meet again, have a great day, have a great life, have a great night, and let's continue to be VOM. Peace. I'm gonna be.